10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hopefully this works like it's supposed to, right? Fingers crossed. Hey, hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Post Credits, our live show. I almost forgot I had to say something there. Hello. <laughs> welcome to another episode of. <coughs> oh, yeah. <that's> <laughs> um. Yeah, hopefully everybody uh, can hear us fine. Hopefully we sound okay. Um, we, if you we can't hear us. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. all the all the nobody. Uh, <laughs> I guess if they can't hear us, they wouldn't be able to let us know, would they? Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. Okay, I figured it out. Was, yeah, yeah, okay, figured it out. I got there. I got we, there. We would hopefully get uh, at least a message saying like, "How come we're just listening to static?" Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Oh wow. Um. Yeah, we finally did a thing uh, that we've been wanting to do for a while and get the splitters. We all have our own mic, and hopefully it sounds a lot better now. Hopefully. Perhaps. And people are a little more comfortable, hopefully. Perhaps. Yeah. Now E only has to sit on my lap if he feels like it. Yeah. yeah. Which he still is, so nothing's changed, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's nice and comfy. <laughs> but at least he has his own mic while he sits on my lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so the episode that went up this week, uh, I think this is a good way to broach some of this stuff here. Okay. Is our Brooklyn's finest episode? Yes. Um, that was a interesting movie to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. you it seemed like you liked it, but you had some issues with it at the same time. Absolutely. That's every movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's always, almost. I don't think there is a such thing as a perfect film. Uh, That's fair. Use you. you oh, I'm sorry. Ed, 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 big picture. So you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but I in the, in the episode uh, I ended up having to cut out a lot of the fun facts, Robbie. Uh, nothing against you. How rude! That's just uh, I was being lazy and didn't want to go through and put those all back in editing in proper places because uh, it was literally twenty five minutes of just fun facts. Right. So that was well, that's because we got to talking about the movie and then yeah, I yeah. wasn't able to put the fun facts in. Just release yeah. a bonus episode where it's just Robbie listing all the fun facts. I've, I've kind of thought about that actually before because <laughs> I, well. I feel like there's always like a section at the end of an episode where we have like a bunch of fun facts and stuff uh because we just like get into a conversation or like it doesn't fit the conversation very well so we're like all right, right. here's all the things that i studied for this fucking thing you asshole <laughs> and we all like just blurt it out uh be like me and just like randomly do it and then you have like four left and so you're like eh. yeah i mean i guess that's one way that our old format actually worked well is because we were able to say like because this happened in the movie and fun fact about this part yeah 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 uh i feel like the... at the same time it added four hours so. yeah. yeah i made every episode like three and a half or four hours long which was holy fuck can you yeah. imagine how long the episode would have been for watchmen the ultimate cut if Jesus. we were doing the old format still uh like an hour longer than deer hunter like our episode would have been like five hours long i bet it would have been a (laughs) (laughs) three-parter at the very end of it like do you guys want to know about the fun fact about this scene i i don't care i just need to sleep (laughs) i don't care about anything you're saying past the one hour mark please leave please leave (laughs) um yeah uh the the thing that you uh had brought up in the fun facts i think i left some of that in for brooklyn's finest is that you considered it to be like 
a spiritual successor in ways to um yeah i th- I think that's just like my own personal headcanon right on how it's kind of like for me at least like a sal's character is kind of like a spiritual successor to what training day was yeah 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 which is a movie that came out like eight nine years before yeah yeah um that was like a 90s movie right well, it was like, or like two, early 2000, 2001 yeah, when yeah. training day came out yeah um yeah so here here's the thing i after having a couple weeks to think on it and ponder on it um i think that movie like in my head at least which i think if you saw the the name of the episode i don't know if you did robbie uh, not yet uh, I saw a bit of it because I saw Brooklyn's Finest is definitely a Robbie and then it cut, cut off. I was like, <laughs> huh. Um, I think I named it Brooklyn's Finest is such a Robbie movie. Um, I feel like all we have to do, is, like if anybody like wants Robbie's like taste in movies is like, hey, have you ever heard of Brooklyn's Finest? Um, watch that. That's a Robbie movie. Like, cause like it just, and I don't mean it in an offensive way, so I don't want you to take it that way. Um, yeah, Brooklyn's Finest is such a Robbie's movie. Yeah, yeah. Hold my pitchfork and torch, just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> like you have this weird affinity for like two thousands to two thousands eight cinema that nobody I've ever met does. Yeah, yeah I guess so. <laughs> like, I, I think part of it, like, there are movies that aren't from like the early two thousands that I do like. It's just you've seen all those movies. <laughs> Right, right, and sure. I'm, I'm trying to find something that like you guys haven't seen as much to the picture, and I think that's could literally do like any movie. I'm also on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, E has l- not seen any f- film at all, really. Uh, he's seen a lot of the big hitters now at this point because I took literally an entire year and a half, and every weekend just showed him a movie. Yeah, so that was why this podcast big, exists, yeah. <laughs> and therefore like those big hitters like that I would know of. Like E now knows of them too because you've yeah. shown them to him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um. I, I'm going to search around and find a human being who hasn't seen Lord of the Rings. So I can just have an excuse to watch Lord of the Rings and talk about it. No, he uh, has to have seen it. Angelica hasn't seen it. Yeah, there you go. What? Another... Yeah. She has a hard time sitting down for three hours to watch a movie. Also, well, why would my brother have seen it? He's not. That doesn't really sound like up his alley. Lord of the Rings is yeah. just up everyone's alley. <laughs> you can't just <laughs> say that. What? Jell in chat saying don't put this on me (laughs) I don't know if he would want to be on like all of the Lord of the Rings extended cut each week yeah that's that's the harder part yeah the thing about it is I've seen the Lord of the Rings movies I have not seen the extended cuts oh really yeah like I I thought about asking if I can borrow them since you now have the extended cuts on 4k no it doesn't matter that I have them on blu-ray and 4k no I I just want to watch my babies I just want to watch them them I'll steal his VHS copy of them don't worry were there VHS copies? What year? Two thousand. Yeah, that must have been. Must have been. Yeah, at least, yeah. At least the first movie must have had a VHS. I think all of them had VHS releases. Uh, I'm gonna do some Google talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, Cars had a VHS. I feel like yeah. that came out after Lord of the Rings. Didn't we figure out that like the last official VHS was released in like 2006 or something? Yeah, something like that. And Maybe yeah, like late. the last uh, Lord of the Rings movie was 2003, 2004. Yeah, there, there must have been. Yeah, there had to be at least one. Not the extended cut, obviously. They're not. I don't. Right. Think it, it was like it, it was the that. it was the theatrical cuts that yeah. were on VHS. But yeah, there there's definitely VHS cuts that you probably cannot find anymore. Um, speaking of VHS, like for some reason, like the one movie that sticks out to me when it comes to VHS movies is probably Titanic, because that was the first time that I saw a movie that came out like it was on two VHS tapes. 
I don't know what language this is. But you found one. One one available. It's the whole trilogy, VHS trilogy of Lord of the Rings. They look a little bit. On nine up. VHS tapes. No, it's one actually I think it's double v, two VHS tapes each one, which is yeah, pretty good. That actually. makes sense. Um The Singwanaire De Anon Le Retou du Ro Maybe it's French? Here, look at these. What does that look like, Dewey? Like French, kind of French, kind of French, right? Like a lot of vowels. <laughs> the use of X makes me think like French yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, that looks French. Yeah, so so if you want a French copy of <laughs> Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings the whole on VHS, yeah. Um, I wonder if they did the extended cuts. There, I, 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 I doubt don't think it. they could because if they already had two for the normal movie. So I remember <laughs> like, like whenever the extended cuts movie. first came out, and I think Dry even has these copies. Because his family made a big deal to get the extended cuts, because the extended cuts also came with like all the special features, mm-hmm. and so each one of the uh, extended editions came on like six DVDs. Yeah, that's what you showed me on, right? Well, I guess um, it would be DVD, but I showed you on Blu-ray, which was two Blu-rays. Which mm-hmm. even on 4K, it's still two 4Ks for the extended cuts, mm-hmm. which is fucking insane. But I mean, they they look fucking amazing. So I bet because um, we like watched each movie in half for those, right? Yes, because each each half is the length of a film, honestly. Um, so it was a six day endeavor for me to watch this whole thing. Yes, I, re- I mean I really like Lord of the Rings; they're very good. It took us a month and a half to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> um, it looks like the extended cuts, but it's only a picture of something that says "special extended VHS edition" <laughs> on eBay, and it's for thirteen dollars. So I'm gonna say it might just be a picture that he's selling. <laughs> I almost wonder, like, it almost might be just, like, a crappy recording, too, on a VHS. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Ooh, here's pictures. I think it comes on three tapes. That wouldn't surprise me. Ooh, man, they look fucking beat up. <laughs> weird, man. This was a weird tangent we got Yeah, on. yeah, it was. <laughs> anyway, Joe, I need to borrow you for, like, 14 hours. <laughs> it's just one long episode yeah yeah just one it's talk our, about the whole trilogy. three year special that would literally be a two-day recording session because watching all the movies would be what it's 340 348 and then 411 i think so it'd be like a 12 hour day just to watch them back to back yeah yeah so yeah like that trilogy is almost <laughs> as long Jill says that sounds horrible. <laughs> and you say that, but you would probably be okay with it if it was like uh Harry Potter marathon, which that's 19 hours to watch all of them. Why would I be okay with that? I don't even no, like I Harry mean, Potter. No, her. Jill. Oh, Jill, Jill. Yeah, but yeah, probably. I mean, you could just tune into what is it? What's ABC Family now? Fusion or Flu Hub? Hub? Flu Hub? Hub? <laughs> Flu Hub sounds terrible. Yeah, uh <laughs> that's fine though. Oh yeah, of course. Jill says Harry Potter's fine. Um it is fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. This is a good movie. It's fine. <laughs> One of them is better than the book. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good compliment, actually. Most things are not better that than the I book. That one, I just hated the book that's of that true. one. Yeah, actually, the reason why you liked that one was because it was specifically not like the book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jill says, Harry Potter is such a different thing. You're yeah. right. It's bad, and Lord of the Rings is good. That's very different. He's going to kick me. He's going to kick me. <laughs> E-kick dry. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah. Brooklyn's Finest. Robbie movie. 
Yeah. That's a when I think of a Robbie movie, I think of Brooklyn's Finest. Yeah, it's like Robbie is apparently two thousands ish movies. Uh, an E movie is animated just animated <laughs> and then a dry movies is lord of the rings extended cut yeah that's it that's my that's my flavor <laughs> or depressing but also sometimes robbie also means depressing. yeah i think i watch more depressing movies than dry yeah, does and just been... sometimes also me means depressing yeah maybe our show's just sad guys <laughs> um we all just give out sad boy energy yeah 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 <laughs> i don't like how you put that <laughs> sad boy energy <laughs> there was a term that i heard at work this week was um it's really nice to be young and moist, which <laughs> just the way this sounds doesn't sound pleasant. What possible way could that be a positive? What, when do you want to be moist? Well, young and moist, you know, like you have some moist skin over there, boy. No, that's <laughs> not how you put it. You, you don't oh, want you're moist young skin. and you're moister than an oyster. <laughs> <laughs> totally doesn't sound creepy. No, no, that's not weird at all. <laughs> uh, Definitely not something that some old guy would say to you in the grocery store as he pinches your cheeks Sounds and like leaves. A family Gross. guy joke. Yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a family guy joke. Yeah. Um. Anyway, and I was gonna say like <laughs> for the longest time, uh, Princess Mononoke was like my favorite film. And then as of right now, I still think probably one of my favorite films is probably Children of Men, which I think even Dryer likes that movie. It's a great Boys film. It is. Huh? Boys to Men. No, yeah. uh, <laughs> Children to Men. Uh, children of Men. <laughs> um. What was I going to say? What did you say before? Before the children? Brooklyn's Finest. Brooklyn, no, Prince Mononoke. You haven't seen that, have you? Nuh-uh. I need really? to. Really? Yeah, that's going to have to be an oh, episode. Such a good movie. Like, it, like, there's this gigantic gap where it's basically guaranteed I haven't seen stuff. Yeah, yeah, No matter even if it's something you would think I would see. Like, I want to see Mononoke. I want to see Grave of the Fireflies. That's... <laughs> I, I have Grave of the Fireflies, but that's... I know that's, it's oh, heavy. Man. I know it's depressing. I want yeah. to see it. We're going like, to need... Maybe not. That was... It doesn't have to be for the podcast. I just want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're If we do that for the podcast, though, we're going to need Rocky on here. Because he's the only one who I think is, like, dark enough to be able to lighten up that energy. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> that wouldn't be hard to even uh, lighten up that energy. Yeah. But I think also me having, like, an affinity for, like, early 2000s movies. Realize that, like, I moved to... I moved to Utah in 2011, and yeah. then there was like a seven year gap where I watched maybe like four movies. Yeah, whereas like I'm gonna say most of my film watching probably started in like 2007, and like I didn't really start going to the movies a ton until like 2009, 2010. So my my tastes tend to go a little more recent, honestly. Yeah, and Either then, recent or really old. Actually, I mean to be fair, with like some of the old movies we watched, a lot of them were terrible because like back whenever JC Flicks was still a thing. Yeah, yeah, man, Chasey Blix was great. Yeah. They had like a lot of B-rated movies, and nice. a lot of them were terrible. Those are the like movies a that we grew up on. Uh, it's, it was a video rental store, yes. <laughs> uh, a brick and mortar rental place. Uh, five, 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 five movies, five days, five dollars, as long as they were in the old section. Uh, they definitely didn't make money off of it. I have no idea how they could. Uh, actually, I know how they could because for every movie that you don't bring back on time, they do a late fee for it. So the hope, I think, is that you can't possibly watch one movie every day, right? Nobody has that <laughs> little of a life, right? So they're going to have to keep them a couple extra days, and then we charge a huge amount of late fees on them. What they didn't know, understand is that we would watch five movies in two days and bring them back. <laughs> yeah, we did that a couple of times. Uh, yeah. I think probably the most expensive endeavor I had at JC Flicks is because for the longest time, I just had like a Super Nintendo to play games on. Yeah. So, so I legit all the five movies and you like just shoved it into the <laughs> no, like, So you could actually rent consoles there. 
I rented a Nintendo 64, two controllers, and like three games for a week. That is insane. They let you. Yeah. 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 They let me do that. Uh, I think all in all, it cost me like $27 to do that for like three days. That is so good. It's like, actually a pretty good price. Here's yeah. the thing, though. Uh, when renting consoles way back in the day, also, hi, Sean. They're going to be broken. Uh, no, not broken. Um, the problem with it is they don't come with memory cards. Uh huh. Yeah, you have to purchase your own memory card separately, which is fine. They weren't super expensive. I mean, they were like ten dollars at the time, weren't they? If for that. like a GameCube. Yeah, card. if that. Like I think because like the like, ones that I, uh, like the Nintendo sixty four and PlayStation ones were cheap. Yeah, but the ones yeah. that we rent all the time was a Dreamcast because Dreamcast was kind of expensive, so we would just rent it. Um, probably spent six hundred dollars just renting it over a single year. Honestly, we could just bought a Dreamcast. But, like, Dreamcast memory cards and stuff like that, those were expensive. Mm. VMUs, I think is what they were called. Um, yeah, that was not not fun. So, like, I played through a lot of Sonic Adventure because yeah. you couldn't save it. And so if we wanted to get to the end where we could play as all the other characters and stuff, you just couldn't turn it off for, like, three days. To be fair, with Sonic Adventure, it's way more fun <laughs> at the start anyways. That's, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you're right. You're, you're, like, at the end and you're like, do I want to fucking play as Big the Cat? And I do, because I love Big the Cat. <laughs> but he, it's not as interesting. Yeah, you're right. You're and right. You yeah. might actually have a funner time these days just, like, watching someone else play through it on YouTube. That's Cause, exactly like, what I've done. It's much better. The sad thing is, is uh, on a Steam sale, I bought the original, like, Sonic Adventure games. I got Sonic Adventures 1 and 2 on it. The, the ports of Sonic Adventure are arguably worse than the original yeah, Dreamcast like, version. Yeah, like, they're not great the ports like, that i have for steam there are a lot a lot of the ports actually added new bugs and didn't huh. fix anything yeah great but um <laughs> yeah and i was gonna say like i started playing through it and then i just watched game grumps play through it and i think i probably had more fun watching game grumps like just struggle i, think, through so, playing I that. think the game Grumps playthrough is not a great one though because there are times he's just intentionally trying to break the game clearly sometimes yeah. but like a uh, good example is like the big cat doing the fishing mini game mm -hmm. that they had like watching me get frustrated on that was pretty hilarious the 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 playthrough that I watched was Game Informer. And that was great because they sucked at the game. They weren't <laughs> oh, no. like actively trying to be bad. They just sucked at I it. Mean, not everyone's good at every game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they would, what, they did the classic thing, which was super fun when you're a kid. When you die, you pass the controller. They did yeah. that. So nobody got better throughout the whole thing because they never got <laughs> enough time to play. <laughs> I think it was like 68 episodes and they're all like an hour long. Oh, it no. was great. Good times. Game Informer, Super Replay. Uh, not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> Sonic Adventure. Of Lord of the Rings. I would love the cast of Lord of the Rings playing Sonic Adventure in character. That would be pretty good. <laughs> um, but I'm going to get this one out of the way right okay. away. Uh, I'm going to go with something I've been watching. WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, you don't want WandaVision spoilers. Probably skip ahead like five minutes. It's not going to be super long. There's not a ton to talk about. Uh, if you're listening to the archive, hey, he's going to open a soda here. Yeah, there's that. And... Uh, so yeah, if you're listening live, it's going to be about five minutes if you want to mute us. Come back in five minutes. Uh, we'll be done with WandaVision. I continue to watch WandaVision. <laughs> Despite I'm, not liking it. Yeah, I really didn't like the first three episodes. I sort of liked the fourth episode. I I enjoyed the fifth episode. I, uh, mm, I'm i not going to say it's a good show. <laughs> uh, Is this another Final Fantasy VII remake for you? No, 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 no. Maybe. <laughs> he might finish this no I'm gonna finish this because the thing is I still care about the MCU story and this is canon for some reason oh, it's joking, fun it's fun um, and so like this is canon so if I want to like keep up with the movies and the other shows and stuff I kind of have to watch this even though it's crappy uh, which is how they fucking get yeah. you right and that's so great because that means I can't watch their movies anymore because I won't know any of the fucking characters actually yeah because here's the thing 
uh, again, big spoilers. They went headfirst into multiverse stuff in this fifth episode, um, which they're setting up for big time for Doctor Strange to be a huge multiverse thing. Uh, apparently, all the behind the scenes stuff is they're saying uh, it's going to be their biggest film yet is the second Doctor Strange movie for like amount of characters in it. Oh, OK. Um, because Doctor Strange's next movie is called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So I'm assuming it's going to be like two hours of him just jumping in between and be like, remember that guy? Anyway, let's keep going on our adventure. It's just going to be like a static image of him, like just shifting through a bunch of stills of all the MCU. Yeah, probably. It's actually just going to be a montage of everything. Yeah, it's going to be a PowerPoint presentation. Um, So, yeah, they went head first with it. Uh, They they went into uh, 80 sitcoms, which is just like Full House and all that stuff that, you know. Uh, the most at the good sitcoms, huh? actually, yes. Uh, that's <laughs> I actually had that thought. I almost said it out loud to Liz when we were watching it. Is like, you know what? If they start to get to the sitcoms I care about, maybe this will be fun and cool. Yeah, we're almost at <laughs> Urkel. <laughs> they did. They did a couple things like that with it. Uh, with this episode, but they it the sitcom stuff wasn't the concentration, mm-hmm. which is the important part. Like they had their dumb jokes and had that in there, and they had like the intro, like classic eighty sitcom, like way too emotional, but like it's funny, right, guys? Yeah. Kind a of very thing. serious episode. Yes, kind of like that. Um, <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, there's a couple stuff that's like, oh yeah, this is totally like eighty sitcoms. That's funny. Um, which like everything has been, but I it it really does matter like how much nostalgia you have for that. Yeah, because kind of like this is getting to when you like ones you would know. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ones like I actually actively watched and stuff like that. Um, and so it does a lot of that. But again, it's not the concentration. It's like the FBI and stuff like that, and uh, Sword because Sword is in it. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Uh, like a weapon has a <laughs> has a hill. You have a sh- you know no. has a hill. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, it was a storyline that was written. Uh, it's not shield, so it's not defense. It's attack now. So they're actively going out into space and finding the enemies. Are, to does kill. a shield stand for something? Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> something. So, uh, no, hi, has... I'm elf. Something. Hi, I look a dog. E- <laughs> Lead. <laughs> yeah, I, it stands for something. I can probably Google it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so sword is the thing. Um, so they go. Sword is like an intergalactic thing now. Okay. So that's the whole idea. Is they're no longer just on Earth. They're going everywhere. And they don't protect anymore. They just attack. Things. They fuck shit up. Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah, so actually? like, yeah, yeah. That's the what? that's the whole point. That's the entire point of it. Like they go out and they find the enemies and they fight them before they become a, another Thanos. Uh, uh, that's the whole idea of them. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, Sword is involved, and there's a bunch of side characters and stuff from all the other movies. Uh, mostly the comic relief characters from like Thor and Ant Man and stuff. Uh, they're enjoyable. I like those characters, but it concentrates on that mostly. And then at the end, because um, like through the whole episode, Wanda is saying that like you can't bring things back, and like you shouldn't bring things back that are dead, and you can't do that because she has twins in the show, and they seem to not like be under her control because everybody else in that world is under her control okay because there's like a force field yeah um and like in that is like the television world and then outside of that she just doesn't have a control over but she's super powerful so maybe she kind of does and so the kids are able to like do whatever they want like she can't control the, the two twins that she had in the last episode now and so they do whatever they want. They age up themselves even because she was told or she told them that they can't have a dog until they're 10. So they were five. So they aged up five years so they could have a dog. Um, 
and then the end of the episode, like, she's having a talk with them because they want their dog back. And they're like, you can just bring the dog back. Like, you have the power to do that, Mom. Even though, like, she doesn't talk about her powers at all. because they just know... have the power to do that? Right. That's It doesn't say that, but it's it seems like it's getting to that point. Also, Vision is, like, aware of what's happening now and knows Wanda's fucking with things. And he, like, yelled at her and, like, had a whole confrontation. And she's like, you're, just, you're not acting your safe lately. He's like, I don't know who the fuck I am anymore. Like, I can't remember anything's past this place because he's dead. Yeah. Um. And there's a knock at the door, like right as she's saying, like, you can't bring the dead back and you shouldn't mess with that stuff. And she goes to the door and it's Pietro, Quicksilver, um, oh. but the X-Men Quicksilver, not the one that was in Age of Ultron. Uh, and then, like, you see that and she's, like, super shocked because Pietro's, hey, Sam, uh, Pietro's there. And he's like, hey, sis, not even going to say hi to me? Um and it's, like, not just the character from it. It's literally the guy who played the character in the X-Men movies, like, Days of Future Past. Yeah. And then it cuts away to the people watching on the outside because they're actively watching the sitcom thing happening in the real world on old TVs. And one of the people say, like, she recast Pietro? Like, just straight up, mm-hmm. like, says it. Like, that's how they get away with doing it. So, so they, they can, get pulled it. Yep, they can just straight up have Quicksilver in the movies now. And they introduce the multiverse, and they introduce the X-Men into it, all in, like, a 30-second thing. <laughs> Seems like a dumb way to do it. <laughs> it was dumb, but it's kind of fun, and I really like that version of Quicksilver. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of into it. I hope they keep doing more weird, dumb stuff going forward. This is episode five, so they have four more episodes left. So they have like an hour and a half left to go. Uh, also, this episode was actually really long, though, because it had a lot more plot stuff. So like normally the episodes are like 36 minutes, and like 27 minutes of that is actual episode, and the rest is credits. This one was like 45 minutes, and 35 minutes of it was actual episode. So. There's a lot of credits. This I know. I, I don't know, just yeah. Like, the way that you're talking about it, like they use like a full Marvel production to make this show. They did like the stuff that's not the television stuff because the television stuff they went way out of their way to make it look like that era. Like you, there's even like the fuzz on screen and like colors bleeding to each other in this episode because like 80 sitcom stuff. Yeah, yeah, they do like the the advanced coloring thing they had to do for a while, and it's like the super technicolor thing. Muddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks exactly like that. It's gross and awful, but. <laughs> But intentionally gross and awful. Yeah. And then, like, when they go into, like, what shows the real world stuff, it looks so fucking good. It on looks. Your TV. Yes. Probably not on the Yes. Versus. It looks great with HDR and 4K. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks better than a lot of the Marvel movies, actually. Like, it feels so cinematic and so good. And it's uh, annoying that they spent all the money on this. And again, I just can't wait for Falcon Winter Soldier because that's going to be cool. Um, yeah, that's that's Wanda time. That's WandaVision. Yeah, minute. spoilers over. Spoilers for WandaVision over. You can unmute unplug, your podcast. <laughs> unmute the podcast now because that's how that works. Also, right? hi Sam. Yeah, hi Sam. Um, yeah. So, uh, we'll, I uh, I think I have a couple things that I know he's gonna talk about. So let's go to Robbie here because I have no idea what you're gonna talk about. There's a couple of things because like I didn't really watch anything this week, and like more I said, YouTube. Yeah. More, more YouTube stuff. Uh, some of the YouTube stuff I went down was I, I thought was kind of interesting. Like, um, I'm getting more into the S or SCP Foundation stuff. Nice SCP. Yes. Uh, Secure, contain, protect. It's uh, it's kind of like internet creepypastas. If you've seen one, hmm. it's like a it's like a weird statue, peanut head looking guy with his arms out and his face kind of looks kind of Rorschach like. Nope, haven't seen it. Probably hasn't Actually, seen. Yeah, show me a picture. If yeah. only I. So if only we all had the world's knowledge in our pocket. <laughs> so, uh, while he's pulling that up, I'll go ahead and tell you. Our SCP Foundation is secure, contain, protect. What they do is they find anomalies within the world, 
and they secure container protect it so as best as they can from it kind of yeah but like in, kind of like a horror type or estimate of it Ooh. what he's talking about what i found out recently was scp 173 which was actually the first one the number <laughs> which was actually well yeah that was actually considered to be like the first scp uh that was actually written and someone actually wrote it on a 4chan post oh i and have seen that yeah, yeah. it's that thing and what it is it's uh the story goes that whenever they go to um you know I guess feed it or do whatever they have to to do maintenance on uh, the place that they're protecting it. They talk about the container and how it's a concrete barrier with three inches of steel and then another layer of concrete. And then there has to be at least three guards that are watching this thing while they go and do whatever they have to do inside of it. And uh, two of them are meant to watch it while the other one does what he has to do inside of the thing. And they have to communicate to each other whenever they blink because it has to stand still whenever someone's watching it. Right. But as soon as someone's not watching it, it can move or at like, quick speeds and uh so like if you you're looking at it and you blink uh it has enough time to run up to you and snap your neck and kill you and it has a tendency to go for the base of the neck it's uh weeping angels weeping angels from doctor who more or less yeah (laughs) but um but faster the thing is uh the scp foundation it's considered to be uh they actually made an scp to make it canonical so that way anyone can actually write their own scp so it's completely open source so it's yeah it's open source so anyone can write their scp open source creepypasta yeah Yeah. as at the end of 2020 there's over six thousand of them fuck yeah so like there's more it's it's old yeah like it's not like yeah this has been going on since 2007 i think it just says hi sam uh federal computer incident response center Entered the live studio. Good. Hmm. Uh, they realized. Don't answer that if if it calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, maybe it's because I'm talking about SCP. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a uh, basically one of the largest writing collaborations because everyone is like writing within this universe of the SCPs, which actually weirdly enough turned to multiverse because of how much has been written about it. <laughs> because if it wasn't a multiverse, then nothing makes sense. I mean, there's still a lot that doesn't make sense about it. I just I want to read this in uh from what this person said. Yeah. Please be advised this podcast is under review under the new felony streaming bill. Podbean has notified on this matter. Uh-huh. Sure. I'm Okay. I'm sure of that, sir. Uh Mr. Federal, what is it? Federal Computer Incident Response Center. Let's just nip that in the bud now. Yeah, you're right. I uh, okay, I'm going to get rid of the fun. The fu- ease the fun, please. Yeah. Uh how do I do that? I don't know how to work this. Maybe. Hey, yeah. Uh, Add admin. (laughs) Uh, Federal Computer Incident Response Center. uh, I'm going to block you because you're fake. Cool. All right. (laughs) Unavailable. (laughs) Anyways. um... We'll know if Podbean is like, hey, did you block the federal? Did you block the government? (laughs) (laughs) It's totally a thing we can do. (laughs) So anyways, SCP. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because it's open source and because anyone can write uh, their own thing about it, it, and because most, like, there are moderators for it, so they can, like, you know, if something doesn't fall in line with it, or people just don't like one of the SCPs that someone wrote, they can delete it. Mm-hmm. But um, it's considered to be one of the largest writing collaborations in the world. Because on top of there being like well over 6,000 SCPs, there's also short stories that go within the canon of the story that are written by other people. And these stories have been being written. Like the oldest one that I found was back in 2009, but they're short stories that deal with the universe of the SCP Foundation. 
Okay. And it goes from like SCPs that are just kind of harmless to SCPs that are like world ending entities kind of mm -hmm. thing. And like some of them are actually like, they actually even have one that's like called the hateful star, which is like a star that has a uh, tendency to like devour worlds. So it just so, went complete. Yeah. Like, like it goes I mean, from like, it's, it's saying, it goes from a harmless, right. like universe destroying there's, level. And there's entities. very cool ones in yeah. there. There on... are some really cool ones. Like I have a question. Is this all just like on one forum website or is this like mm -hmm. a, okay. So are these like monitored so that like yeah. things stay yeah. within. Like, so someone doesn't just spam the N word yet. Well, no, not that obviously that too. That <laughs> would be weird. <laughs> um, but no, like if like, so things stay within like Canon and stuff like that. So like, you can't just completely contradict something. Um, Guessing, there like, are some contradictions in there because of how large it is, but like, okay. canon is kind of hard to yeah like, like, like there. So there's one who one of the early ones whose thing is it just can't die basically. There's a oh. couple that can't die, like the big one that can't. Oh, die. Uh, like it, anytime like it gets hurt, it regenerates. Uh, basically, to be able to not get hurt again. Oh, like that's the main yeah, thing there, about it. There is, I think, it's actually the second one that was written. Uh, Maybe, but I think it was like six eighty two or something like that. Well, that like, would be incredibly right. difficult to make scary. Uh, it not all of them are scary. It's oh, not, they're just like like here's a thing. It's yeah. a containment breach. Yeah, so oh, okay. it's just it's all an anomaly. Yeah, it's an anomaly. Like this isn't normal. We got to contain it to, so that way normal life just continues going yeah. forward. So like, huh. yeah, the, basically the idea is, but like that one's like the big one. Like nothing can hurt it. And all that. so there's a bunch of like edgy people who are like. My SCP can hurt the not <laughs> right. hurtable. Right. Yeah. It, uh, I think the closest they have canonically is there's one that like because one of the harmless SCPs is an SCP that like whenever you sit in the room with it, it just calms you down and gives you like a sense of euphoria. It doesn't hurt anybody. It doesn't do like it doesn't do that to like put you uh, lull you in a false sense of security. It just kind of like makes you feel better. And like so like they'll actually get people who are depressed or people who are going through a hard time or even suicidal people and put it in a room with that SCP, and it'll start to they'll start to feel better about themselves after just sitting in the room and like absorbing the energy around it. And they did have uh, that SCP that can't die. Cause that SCP on top of not being able to die and having regenerative powers also has like a, this hatred for humanity. So it's trying to kill as many people as possible. They put it in a room with that and it just calms down for a while. And, but <laughs> the original SCP 101. Oh, it just goes back rubs. It's pretty nice. I think it's a nine, nine, nine actually. I did talk about one I liked uh, once. I don't know if you remember. Like, it's a VHS tape, basically. And every time you watch it, it gets, like, more and more crazy. And, like, the things in the VHS tape, like, gained sentience. It was a VHS oh. tape of, like, a basketball game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. do remember you talking about that. So, like, that's one I really like. Uh, one my friend likes is a chessboard, basically. I forget the nitty-gritty of it. But, like, it simulated actual wars or something crazy. Oh. There's that cool Ender's game. Like that. Uh, probably <laughs> like this good like again like it's it's a mixed bag because right, it's right, open right. source but because it's open source there's some real good ones yeah or ones that are like this scp does redacted and redacted redacted like <laughs> yeah got it yeah okay so sp682 is the one you're talking about it kind of looks like an alligator but yeah. it can speak or it can speak in human tongues and is apparently impossible to kill so in order to contain it they actually just like keep it in a vat of hydrochloric acid at all points in time so that way it can't regenerate huh. but they can't kill it so how do how do they contain it then that's how they in contain hydrochloric it is in hydrochloric acid, acid. <laughs> but like it just huh. constantly is regenerating basically so yeah. they just have to like keep melting it is the idea yeah and then yeah uh scp 999 is the uh only one are uh, 
it's it can overthrow it or it can overthrow even the force of the scarlet king which the scarlet king is also like one of the big canons scarlet king is kind of like the devil of scp if you will and he's trying to destroy the world and they're doing everything that they can to stop him or keep it from happening did they did they just make half-life no okay (laughs) it sounds a little half-lifey no this is different like this is basically like a foundation that has like multiple sites that and all those multiple sites are like carrying all these different scps like, it's all very interesting like I'd, i would love to actually go through like all the lore but there is a lot there's there. not like, there's no time to yeah there's right. like the one good example is like there's reminds... one there's one Sorry. like one of the longest stories dealing with it is the ouroboros cycle uh there's a video dealing with it that's three hours long and they say like the actual ouroboros cycle is a four parts uh is four parts on the wiki and if you put all four four parts together could be its own novel weird man so the thing that it actually reminds me of um, is a video game that is very near and dear to my heart. I love it quite a bit. It's free on PlayStation Plus this month. Make sure to get it. Control. A little uh, bit closer. Earlier. Control. Yeah. Uh, this was way the the C the SCP. Yeah. SCP uh, was Foundation. way earlier than Control. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, go ahead. Control is uh, basically that. Like you go into this building that's the oldest house but it can't be seen. And so everyone's confused while you're there, but also there's like a weird outbreak of stuff going on while you're there and you have to like figure it out. Uh, and also the reason why things are happening in Alan Wake uh, and Quantum Break and some sort of Max Payne. And a well-done steak. And a well-done steak, yeah, yeah. Uh, are because of the oldest house and stuff like that. Um, so my dumb fan theories are right, Robbie, and go fuck yourself. <laughs> all along. Uh, well, yeah, SVPs are... It's like a nice rabbit hole to get into a lot too yeah yeah like i think that control probably has that same like fun energy because there's just like a duck that disappears and every time you get close to it it just vanishes away yeah it's just yeah, dumb that's kinda... there's a fridge that like eats people <laughs> yeah, yeah there's dumb SCP, stuff like that like... yeah that is very scp like there's actually a cake that uh is constantly making more of itself Ooh. in there and if you eat the cake like it it starts recreating itself in your stomach and you die oh not so food. don't eat it don't yeah, eat so you cake. can't eat it mm-hmm. What? Like, why would you even be a kid? Well, well, that's, that's how you why kill people. It would be a okay, cake. yeah, nope, that makes sense. <laughs> that's like the same <laughs> argument of like that movie, The Stuff. Like, if you're yeah, gonna be a parasite, yeah. you might as well be a delicious parasite. Yeah, even if I knew about that and I was like hungry on my shift enough, I might be like, mm, it's fucking cake, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. Don't worry, a little bit. Of yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's always like, yeah. So basically, some are terrifying, some are like intriguing, and some are just like silly stuff. I think huh. one's just a giant blob. Yeah, I think that's SCP nine 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 because that, that it, it's just a glob that like makes you feel good by being in the same room as it. Yeah. Cool, it's a beanbag chair. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think like, it's like there's that dangerous or, like... to leave one person with it or something because they'll get like too. I think... They'll come too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Do not do that. SCPs. <laughs> But no, like there's those ones, and then like I said, there's like the world-ending ones. Like uh, the Devourer is probably one of my favorites, honestly. It's like SCP twenty three seventeen. I could be wrong, but like that one, like that <laughs> we say this as if Jurassic. Yeah, like, oh yes, fucking... yes, yes. No, no oh, I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to think. Yeah, like, yeah. like that one is basically like a door that, like, it was like basically just a door, and like the door doesn't go anywhere. It's just a door. But if you open the door, it or it goes into like this parallel universe where there's these seven pillars that are have these seven chains attached to them, and there's this uh there's this creature that's attached to these seven pillars that is being held down by these seven chains and six of those seven chains have been broken when you break the seventh chain then he's um it's his he's gonna go through the doorway and basically just destroy the world and they have to basically bring in 
what's known as a D-class in the SCP universe, which a D-class is like they get people from death row or like pedophiles, murderers, thieves, stuff like that. And they bring them in as D-class to be experiments basically for these. And like they basically bring in a person to sacrifice to this person to appease him. So because when he breaks that seven chain, it could be a world ending event. So here's the thing. Creepypastas and whatnot have obviously been made into a bunch of shows and stuff like that. With the open source nature of this, so it, the idea of it sounds very cool, and I would love a TV show based on this, honestly. There's probably a bunch of TV shows like this, but mm-hmm. um, I don't, with the open source nature, I don't think they could ever like license they, any of this. Someone tried. Right? Oh, really? Uh, they've made a couple indie games based off of it, like the well, uh, SCP I think contain- all, Containment Breach. All, all I think like it's three called. indie games, though, not like. Yeah. yeah, like the Peanut one I know was an uh, indie game. Like, that's well, where I recognize that's from, from the, the SCP game. game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like. It would, if you tried to license it, it would be a licensing nightmare, that's, right? Yeah, that's like that was a big thing. Someone was trying, and they're like, "You can't fucking license an open source thing with six thousand. <laughs> so yeah. they are under Creative Commons Attribution Share Like license. Basically, mm-hmm. you can repost and use SCP Foundation content for any purpose as long as you credit the author, mm-hmm. including the URL back back and uh, to the work, and refrain from adding new terms to the license. So they can steal it. Not really. I, st- you can't steal it. You can can't steal it, but you can, you can use, use it, it and you, you can use it uh, in a way to like make money off of it. Like I huh. can't make a movie based off of uh, the Pina SCP and be like, "This is my character," right? But you can be like, "Hey, this is based off of blah blah blahs." Yeah, SCP. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the point of SCP. That's why it's always open source, is so huh. like anyone can be creative with it. Yeah, cool. I'm gonna so, make a ten minute short film about an orgasmic beanbag chair now. Like, you could. <laughs> I was talking about. SCP. I almost forgot my favorite, which is just an SCP. That's just a shitty writing of an SCP, and like it's just like making fun of people who write terrible SCPs. And like whenever uh, the scientists get close to it, they just give like dumb, fe- give like brutal feedback. Like, oh, that's so generic and stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. I love it. That's really dumb. I don't even remember well, what it is. I mean, even like the canon of like making all these other SCPs uh, come to life and like making them canon is kind of weird because there's an SCP that is just a pile of these papers that whenever somebody goes and checks up on them every now and then, there's just a new SCP written in the, on there. And they're not sure if that writing is to warn them about a new SCP or the fact that it's being written is making it an SCP. And hmm. that's, that's why canonically it can be this... Uh, Com- or this common publishing rights and then anyone can write their scp <laughs> yeah. and make it canonical so weird yeah so it's, weird it's, cool though that's yeah, neat it's rather interesting i find it all rather interesting if there weren't like six thousand posts i might read something you don't have to read all of them it's yeah. the thing you could just look up yeah hey, you can look up a couple of them SCPs. like True. for how much i know about the scps i've maybe 20 of them i've actually read uh, read the scp on I feel like that might be something fun to like, you know what? It's like the afternoon. I'm going to sit down and play this bullshit game and put on a YouTube video that talks about this thing. Yeah. Because there are YouTube videos on it too. Like I said, there's there's like a three hour long YouTube video. Just like, I don't know if it's just reading it line for line or if it's just talking about it, but it's three hours long talking about one of the bigger canonical cycles. There's that. Um, There's a huge debate online on who's the true uh, SCP-001 because there's just not a a first scp and they're trying to figure out who it is and like stephen uh, king i mean there's <laughs> there's so. theories there's theories going from all of the proposed are 001 scps are real and none of them are 
cool. And yeah, yeah. Cause and like, everything in between. It's so, like uh, it's like the Dragon Ball Z thing where people make up like Super Saiyan sex. And Super Saiyan sex? Yeah, no, that's different. Super, <laughs> like, Super Saiyan six and stuff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I remember making up, like, Super Saiyan 18, and yeah. the page when I drew it when I was a kid it was just a bunch of spikes and, like, a little face. Yeah. It was great. He had so much hair. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's kind of like that where, like, like, a bunch of people are making the same kind of, like, they're all a bunch of people try to say their SCP-1 right. and all that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's yeah, it's almost like, it's almost uh, create your own creepypasta in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just create your own dumb short story. Yeah, yeah just write a thing. Because, yeah, there, there's a bunch of short stories. Like I said, there's uh, the earliest that I found short story that they have on the website was in 2009. And the latest one was sometime in 2019. Oh, so, like, people have kind of fallen off then. I think they have fallen off a bit, but, yeah. It's... I think more people are interested in just making the actual monsters themselves right, then, than the right. short stories. That being said, some of the SCPs are actually just short stories. Like, SCP-5000. Uh, they actually had a contest for that because they want it to be a big deal, and they actually made uh, SCP-5000 like a door into another universe, wherever the SCP Foundation is actually evil and trying to destroy humanity. So, like, that SCP is, like, literally just an entire alternate universe, and it's a short story about that alternate universe. So you just make more SCPs. Yeah, yeah they could. Like I said, it kind of goes into, like, this weird parallel dimension thing with it, some of it. So, like, there's kind of a multiverse to the SCP Foundation. That's a lot to get into. Yeah. Hey, what have you been watching? Wait, or playing? Are we done? <laughs> I mean, there's also that short story that I was going to read, but I can do that later. Okay. Uh, let's let you talk about stuff, and then we'll get back to you with the short story. Right. Cool. Um, I'll start with the silly one. I watched a guy review every single episode of The Simpsons so far. It was a six-hour video. Jesus. I think that's impressive to do in just six hours, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, each episode basically had a minute. <laughs> oh. Like. Oh, man, that would be chaotic. It kind of was. So, like, what he did is, like, he'd talk a bit about the episode... And then at the end of each season, he'd, like, rank each episode of that season. Huh. Until the end, where he ranked every single episode from 695 to 1. What was his favorite? <laughs> it's um... Good question! Oh, man. Like, I can remember a bunch that were, like, his tops. I can't remember the number. Like, he had, like, Barkett's and F. And uh, he had Stark Raving Dad pretty high up, which surprised me. Like, I know a lot of people like the episode, but I don't know, like, top ten for a lot of people. Yep, yep, I definitely know the names of all of these. <laughs> um, That's the Michael Jackson episode. Oh! <laughs> uh, Bart gets an F. This is where Bart gets an F. <laughs> oh, shit! I forgot we... Sam said, did you talk about The Lodge? No, I forgot uh, we watched that, actually. Sam, if you want to join Voice in a little while and talk about that, uh, that would be great. Like, yeah. I think the more interesting one, though about that for me is like him getting into the later seasons and seeing like random episodes that are actually good in the garbage that is modern simpsons oh so he's like surprised like this is actually good episodes like yeah. fucking 15 <laughs> like well there's one that's like todd todd where art thou or something but it's about like todd forgetting what his mother looks like and falling out of faith huh and like that is like such an interesting thing for them to do in like the 25th season yeah that is weird yeah I mean, like, there's random ones like that. So that was fun. I didn't like devote all my attention to it, obviously, because sure. it's kind of hard to listen to someone talk about The Simpsons for six hours. Yeah, that would be a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it was it was a fun thing to just kind of have on, like, as I went through stuff throughout my day and just like every now and then be like, oh, hey, you like that episode. Interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I might like, look that up. Oh, hey, The Simpsons did an episode where Bart becomes a gamer. 
weird. Well, I mean, you kind of have to. Yeah. Um, I now I have two things to look up. I have this stupid <laughs> six-hour-long video about the Simpsons, and I have some SCPs to look up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a video I can recommend you. It's like thirty or forty minutes. That gives you a good foundation of like. Is it what... from down the rabbit hole? No, it's uh the iceberg. Uh Okay. Cool. Because that's the thing that's a popular on YouTube now is to talk about the iceberg effect of like things are on the surface, and if you de- dig a little bit deeper, you get to this point. If you uh, get to like the bottom of the iceberg, yeah. and there's all the stuff that I don't know most if people you don't can know about. Start them off on that though, because there's the guy actually kinda... sa- says in the video like this is actually a good starting off point if you okay. want to get into SCP Foundation stuff. <laughs> Oops. Typhos <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Joy, hooray! <laughs> Um, so yeah, that the Simpsons. Gosh, uh, also like him listing every episode. That's like ten minutes of him just listing the episodes Jeez. in order. It's amazing. Also, he skipped six, six episodes. No, he skipped the his sixth favorite. Oh, <laughs> it's like oh no. <laughs> Which is oh man, uh, that man that would be an editing nightmare. It was his editor like kept making jokes like, "What was it?" There's apparently an episode where Homer becomes like a Republican podcaster, and there's a joke where like he has his co-person. And he's like, "We're gonna be talking about this for the next five hours," and the co's like, five hours," and like he put up like the YouTuber's name and then the editor, and the editor's like, five hours." <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, then uh, gaming stuff. I uh, I played through. Actually, speaking of Dragon Ball, since we were earlier, I played through Dragon Ball Advanced for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, uh, 2D? Yes. Well, I guess, obviously. Um, <laughs> Very good. Like, hmm. all the stuff I talked about with Astro Boy being real cool, it just does it all better. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, it's just a better kind of, like, beat-em-up brawler. Huh. And it goes through the original Dragon Ball up to King Piccolo arc. Nice. Well, I'm always kind of disappointed when Dragon Ball just doesn't go through everything that's available at the time i mean it was like that, that's dragon a lot ball, to go dragon through ball. though also you only oh have dragon ball dragon ball yeah. oh right, 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 right. no that'd be disappointing if it only went to piccolo yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like dragon ball dragon okay ball. gotcha gotcha so like that was cool uh my version didn't save which is a common issue I have. having cool. that problem i'm sad though because it didn't it can't like it ever save like it can't even like save like for a couple minutes oh so i beat the game and it like kicked me out and it was like hey you unlocked krillin and i was like yes because krillin is honestly my favorite dragon ball character right right short <laughs> yeah that's the only funny <laughs> yep but like since it didn't save i couldn't play as krillin that sucks it does does and it I have a dead sad. battery in it or something no or um, something yeah, or something. <laughs> it's, well, because uh, no, like with those GBA games, like what it is is they have like the little CMOS battery for the save state. It's on the. Uh... Oh, it's on yeah. the PC. Yeah, gotcha. Um, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, you can't say or else the federal computer <laughs> yes. incident reporter people are going to come back, Robbie. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, but like I was genuinely impressed how very fun that game is. Also, it has like segments that are just a fighting game in it too, and. <laughs> It has like link cables, so if I was in like 2004 when it came out, I could have played that with my friends, huh. and it would just have been a fighting game on the Game Boy Advance and a good one. Nice. So that would have been neat. Um, I played through Drawn to Life on the DS. Drawn that to is... 
uh the gimmick is you get to draw your main character yeah yeah yep. that game's fun i know it was very charming um super jank yep <laughs> yep yep yep. um at the end it's like hey make a sword it did not work yeah the sword is very bad yeah that game is whole, it, it incredibly broken they yeah. fucking tried though. but it's really fun also like it, it's by the scribblenauts people like the not character you draw they all have like really good sprites and animation, and I didn't know the Scribblenauts people were you know, capable of that. Oh, it sounded really well because you know Scribblenauts, like all the characters, are like bah, bah, bah. Oh, paper, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I was expecting that, and, like there's these like really well animated characters and like amazing character design too. Huh? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was a that was really fun. I was glad that because I was like, I just played an RPG. I'm gonna do a little break, do a platformer. It was just really fun. Yeah, it's fun um, to like draw your own stuff and like it doesn't work, but it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, make a make a water gun, and I'm like, banana. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, hey, make a squirt gun, gun. <laughs> yeah, hey, make uh, a banana, gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that was very fun. Uh, I'll probably check out the sequel in um probably a month or so from now. Right. But. I'm curious about that because I apparently that has like more of a outside story than the little gremlin people that are in the <laughs> thing. <laughs> I never played the sequel, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um. Then just today I played Quump, Q O M P. Quump, which just came out a couple like last week. Um, I don't really know how to explain it very well. The tagline is "You are the ball." You're basically the ball in pong, and you go through a puzzle game. Ooh. That sounds yeah, fun. Like you have you have one button and it changes which way you're moving. Oh, huh. Well, simple. But also, it's a really good puzzle game. I really like it. I would hmm. not be surprised if it ends up in my top five games at the end of the year. That good, huh? Yeah. Wow. I okay. mean, it's top one of one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ahead of the pack already. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, it was very fun. It's only like an hour. I I beat it in like an hour fifteen. I've seen some people. <laughs> take like three hours to beat it i guess what? it's an hour long uh i didn't beat it that long <laughs> not in that way like as in like it's about an hour i did a little more gotcha um yeah that was a very good very good puzzle game very like charming uh just really enjoyed it a lot cool and then the big thing i watched something you that watched wasn't it? a random youtube video that was six hours long uh <laughs> uh I watched Kids Cosmic on Netflix, which released not too long ago. Yeah, it is a it is made by Craig McCracken, who made the Powerpuff Girls and Wander Over Yonder and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. So you said Netflix? Yes. So just all available? Yep. Oh, cool. One season so far. Cool. All available. Um, I guess like the short thing is, I'd say it kind of has a similar thing of Shazam, where it's like kids kind of bestowed power. Okay, like, I like that. Yeah, basically, uh, magic rocks fall from the sky and a kid finds them. That's just life. Yeah, <laughs> it's also <laughs> earthbound. I I do. I don't want to say too much because I do want to see if you'll check it out and let me know how you think of it. With all of it being available, I am more likely to try it. Yeah, yeah, because um, in a thing you'll like is it's not like episodic. It's very like here's the first episode and that leads right into the second episode. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll say. The first episode ends like with a thing where another character gets one of those stones, and then the second episode starts, and it's that like art just off the bat. It's like, oh yeah, that character has a stone, and we're doing stuff about it. Cool. Yeah, very very good. Um, I love the art style. 
like it's very like kind of like colored pencil looking drawings the one thing i don't know if you're like it's not like super fluid animation because it's very like inspired by comics so it's mm-hmm. kind of a lot of those so like you'll have like characters running and it'll be just like two frames like bah, 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 bah. i mean it's stylized though yeah okay well there's the thing like it's not like like it's it's obvious that they meant for it to be that way okay and it's not like that there's bad it's badly animated because there are like segments 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 that are like very like fluid and like obviously on purpose so very stylized though. yes very okay. stylized is it french no, it's it's American. <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, it does seem like they'll get another season, and I'm excited for when that drops in probably like three years. Yeah, and yes. eventually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there, uh, there's me. Cool. Well, let's uh head over to Robbie for his story. Story time. Break. I wonder if there's spooky music here. You could probably find some. I wonder if I'll break the show if I try and put in spooky music here. Yeah. Maybe. Let's find out. You're going to activate the Federal Computer Incident Trap League. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's see. Sad. Um, is this sad? <laughs> uh, I don't know if anybody else heard that. Uh, I'm just going to add a bunch of these sad tracks and see what happens. <laughs> this is terrible. Add idea. all of them all at once. All right. This one's called Looking Into Your Eyes. I'm going to put it on low volume. All right, Robbie. Here's with your story. Okay. Because we were talking about things like this and like... <laughs> Hey, no, this is not sad. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. We're good. <laughs> it's <laughs> so because of the movies we were watching, some of the conversations we got into. Uh, it reminded me of this story that went off of a Reddit thread. That Drive, asked, please change it. I cannot <laughs> take this music All right, let's see this one. Let's let's see. It's a little eventually. It's a little better. It's better. Okay. Yeah. So, because we were talking about that and like weird like interpersonal connections of like getting to know someone even though you, you, they're they may not even be real kind of thing and there's yeah. a red ask reddit thread that was have you ever felt a deep personal connection to a person you met in a dream to only wake up and feel terrible because you realize they never existed and i feel like that kind of goes in the movie that we watched today mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of and that's why it made me think of this too but uh someone wrote a thing saying it was a throwaway account because this is really personal my last semester at a certain college, I was assaulted by a football player uh, for walking where he was trying uh, where he, he was trying to drive. No, he was 325 pounds and I was 120. While unconscious on the ground, I lived a different life. I met a wonderful young lady. She made my heart skip, my face red. I pursued her for months and dispatched a few jerk boyfriends before I finally won her over. After two years, we got married, and almost immediately she bore me a daughter. I had a great job. My wife uh, didn't have to work outside the house. When my daughter was two, she, my wife, bore me a son. My son was the joy of my life. I would walk into his room every morning before I left for work and uh, dotted uh, him and my daughter. One day while sitting on the couch, I noticed the, uh, the perspective of the lamp was odd, like inverted. It was still in 3D, but just wrong. It was a square lamp base, red and gold trim on four legs, and a white squared shade. I was transfixed. I couldn't look away from it. I stayed up all night staring at it. The next morning, I didn't go to work. Something was just not right about that lamp. I stopped eating. I left the couch only to use the bathroom at first. Soon I stopped doing that too, as I wasn't eating or drinking. I stared at that fucking lamp for three days before my wife got really worried. She was someone... Uh, uh, she had someone come and try to talk to me. By this time, my 
cognizance was breaking up. My wife was just freaking out. She took the kids to her mother's house just before I had my our epiphany. The lamp is not real. The house is not real. My wife, my kids, none of this is real. The last 10 years of my night life are not fucking real. The lamp started to grow wider and deeper. It was still inverted dimension. I took it, uh, it took up my entire perspective, and all I could see was red. I heard voices, screams, all kinds of weird noises, and I became aware of pain. A fucking shit ton of pain. The first words are, I said were, I'm missing teeth, and I opened my eyes. I was laying on my back on the sidewalk, surrounded by people that I didn't know. Lots were freaking out. I was completely confused. At some point, a cop scooped me up, dragged, uh, dragged walked me to the, uh, across the sidewalk, into the grass, and threw me face down down into the back of a cop car. I was still confused. I was taken to the hospital by the cop. He didn't... Hold on. <laughs> My headphones are messing up. <laughs> I was taken to the hospital by the cop. He didn't seem like he or wanted to wait for the ambulance to arrive to give me a CT, CT scan and shit. I went through about three years of horrid depression. I was grieving the loss of my wife and children and dealing with the knowledge that they never even existed. I was scared that I was going insane and, and I would cry myself to sleep. I was hoping I would see her in my dreams. I never have, but sometimes I see my son, usually just a glimpse out of my peripheral vision. He's perpetually five years old and I can uh, never hear what he says. Edit, 24 hours after the post. I never thought anyone would read this. I changed the line so that it, it no longer seems that my two-year-old uh, daughter bore a child. I never seen the uh, Inception or Star Trek episode, uh, but many have mentioned it. I will eventually. I will not do an AMA. <laughs> I thought that was going to sound different. That, that was not <laughs> a good sound <soundtrack. laughs> Um, Cool. But yeah, like cool. It, he just bore his heart out. Bop! <laughs> well, okay, it could have. I, I, the one I wanted to go with originally was um, this one. It doesn't fit anyway. I like this one a lot. That doesn't, doesn't fit, fit anything. No, none of those. No, fit. nothing. But fits. no, like. Okay. I think the <laughs> idea of like being in a coma and living in or uh, living almost an alternate life whilst asleep almost is it's an interesting concept, especially for a story. Mm -hmm. yeah um I, I i don't know where i heard this or read this but i remember reading or hearing something at one point uh it's the thing nothing to do with this anyway continue. no <laughs> <laughs> uh that the idea is like um people in comas end up having a really great imagination probably from like brain scans and stuff that they can see because they can't do anything but their brain is still active right um and so they just end up like living in their own little existence basically and some i suppose yeah uh, there actually is a movie that does d delve into that but it goes into like a weird kind of comedy of it miss march no it's <laughs> it's actually a movie called monkey bone oh my god that movie sucks ass <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, yeah i didn't Brendan think you'd like it but the, yeah i didn't think you'd like it but the premise is kind of cool yeah, yeah up yeah. until it gets like the weird possession stuff yeah that movie's something else yeah um cool uh what did I did I watch another thing? Oh yeah, yeah. We uh, just watched something, but you wanted the lodge. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh do the lodge real quick, Sam. If you want to get on here, um, while we wait for Sam to get on, I'll uh say the other thing that I watched a movie HBO Max. Uh, The Little Things, also in theaters right now. If you feel comfortable with doing theater things, um, that one looks like it's pretty interesting. 
I really like Jared Leto in it, which is a weird thing to say because I don't like Jared Leto in most anything because he's Jared Leto. <laughs> um, he's creepy. He's really good at being a creepy, gross dude. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that makes sense for Jared Leto. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the things in that movie really don't work. Um, <sighs> except Jared Leto. Except for Jared Leto, a little bit. Um, Denzel Washington is in it and he is as charming as Denzel Washington is, but I think the editing doesn't help him a lot. So he'll be super serious in one sentence and the next sentence pops up and he's like really happy like Denzel Washington, like laughing and joking with the guy. And then it's the next one and like suddenly he's super serious with the guy again. Uh, weird, really weird like jump editing around everywhere. Um, and also uh, Liz watched it with me. She made a really good point. The last like 30 minutes of that movie is supposed to be really tense, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, it just kind of kills the momentum of that entire fucking movie because there's like no dialogue for 30 minutes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. Stuff just happens and you get some voiceover and then more stuff happens. And then the ending is super, super unsatisfying on multiple levels that I don't want to spoil because it is a brand new movie. Yeah. Uh, and there's so few of those out right now that are like this kind of big budget. So people should probably watch on HBO Max or go see it if they want to. Won't be any until the Tom and Jerry movie comes out. That's that's an HBO movie. Uh, that looked garbage. That looks like garbage. It'll probably be better than the first Tom and Jerry movie. Probably, maybe. Oh, I don't actually know. I don't. I don't know. The first one's really bad. Yeah, well, this one's like half CGI, but trying not to be CGI, and also they're the just in the world. This one's really bad. <laughs> okay, well, maybe. Um, but yeah. Um, I kind of recommend it. After all of that, <laughs> like the thing is, nothing in this movie works. You should probably see it. <laughs> well, I do honestly really like Jared Leto in it, and I really did. I was really digging the movie until like the last twenty five minutes. Uh, I think it's super unrewarding in the end, actually, in a way that like killed the entire movie. Uh, yeah, I've seen a couple movies like that. Played a couple games like that too. Yeah, like it's just it's not not what I wanted. Uh, you can join me, never Sam. By the way. Um, I'll keep talking about garbage until you do. I guess also speaking of garbage, something else that like it was good up until the ending because it killed the momentum was that game Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that walls was... of Jericho, just Jericho. Yeah, oh, just just the yeah. town. Which weirdly <laughs> enough, Jericho would actually fit really well in the SCP universe. <laughs> Pro- yeah, probably. What? Because uh, uh, like the game Jericho, you play as the squad that deals with the uh, paranormal activities. And you find like this childlike version of God that's being like reborn into the earth, and you have to try to stop okay, him from so destroying everything. Okay, so far off on my. What, what were you the, thinking? The biblical Jericho. I mean, it kind of gets into that. Yeah, it kind of does get into that a little bit <laughs> because, like, not like a Bible story game. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. This is a Clive Barker game. The guy who made like, Hellraiser. Oh yeah, it's based off the Bible story. No, <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. No, based off of a guy who has like a really fucked up imagination. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like the, it gets into like some weird like biblical religious stuff, but not in a good way. Like there's actually a scene in that game wherever like there's a bunch of people on crucifix, but instead of being like a normal crucifix, they took their skin and like stretched it over the top of it. Yeah, it, it gets fucked up. There's a lot of things in that game without like skin. Yeah, yeah, a lot of skinless stuff going on there. Um, but yeah. yeah, like the ending of that game, like I was into that game until the very end, and then I got super fucking pissed at the end of it. Really, really let you down with the ending. Yeah, because yeah. and I, I realize that like, they're trying to like hype it up for the second game, 
but there was never a second game. So it's just a garbage ending. You can't now. do that. You never know if you're going to actually get a <laughs> yeah. sequel. Well, the funny thing is, is like they started working on the sequel, uh, sequel immediately after the, the first game, but the first game flopped. So yeah. they just never made it. Yeah, because the other thing is, like, it builds you up to like get this huge connection with all of your, your teammates and you can play as all of them. And the ones that are like super fun, at least in my opinion, to play with as in that die. Like, because they treat it like a slasher movie. And yeah. like, so characters that you like get to know all the powers from, they just die. And the ones that I thought were really fun just die off and you don't get them anymore. Um, and the game's like super short, too. Yeah, it's like maybe like I took my time with that game and I still probably beat it in about six hours. Yeah, like it's it's a super, super short game. Like, I rented it uh, like at 12 because again, rental. This is when rental stuff was there. Mm-hmm. I rented it like 12 in the afternoon and I brought it back that night because <laughs> I just I beat it. I was done. I didn't get a refund. <laughs> I mean, that's not no, how rental works. Yeah, that's not. I know. Can't I know. Get a refund on that one. Yeah, I beat this and it was bad. Can I have my money? <laughs> <laughs> Especially for rental too. Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I know I'm just renting this for a time, but can I like unrent it? Can I just undo that thing that I started earlier? Can you just like remove this from my memory? Actually, I think I'd prefer that. <laughs> oh, actually, at a certain point with that game, yeah. Um, it kind of that game falls apart in the end a lot. Yeah, a lot, like a lot. It. Um, it has it, it's another one of those games has a very strong beginning and then it just crumbles. Yeah, by the end. Yeah, which sadly enough, I actually heard that that's what it's like with Undying, but we never beat Undying. Yeah, that's true. Never did. I would like to go back to that at some point. It's on GOG. Too bad yeah. every copy has been erased from history. Yep, especially all the ones that Robbie just said on GOG. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, again, while we're waiting for Sam here, um. I guess let's talk about the thing that we watched tonight. Yeah, we did right a before thing the we live. usually don't. We forced me to watch a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, watch the first episode of the Watchmen series, uh, sequel to the graphic novel. Yeah. HBO, again. Um, I had seen it before. I kind of just want to get your guys' opinions. Uh, we might, like, try and watch an episode before some of the live shows for a little while until it's done. I think there's only, like, 10 episodes or something like that. We'll see what uh, schedules wind up allowing. Um, and opinions. That's fair. And opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did, uh, what, what did, let's start with Robbie since he hasn't read the graphic novel. Let's start with you. What did you think of it? Uh, it feels like that first episode was just trying to build everything up. Mm-hmm. Like it did very much feel like that. It was good though. Um, it seems like they're, it, the world feels rich and alive in it. Like there's a lot of stuff that is kind of unknown right now within the first episode of the Watchmen, but it's like I said, it feels like it's alive and it's a rich detailed world that like a lot of stuff has happened and they're just kind of trying to deal with everything that's happening around them yeah. along with now this conspiracy theory, which probably, well, it's probably interest. It's interesting within the time period that it was made. Cause it, it had like, it was made right before some stuff that actually happened in the real world happened. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of mirrors it in a weird way kind of predicted that man white supremacists are all gonna be shitty huh yep <laughs> what a concept <laughs> yeah yeah how, how could you have guessed it um well we all knew that white supremacists were shitty but yeah exactly. the whole like white supremacists doing a terrorist attack yeah um it gets it, uh i won't spoil too much but it gets into a, like a lot of that stuff and uh, a lot of things that are brought up in this episode way more right but so far it seems interesting like i would I'm definitely interested to continue this on. Like, I have been interested to watch it. It's just been on my backlog. Which, 
my backlog is real shitty. Like, I guess one good example of like to tell how bad my backlog uh, habit is, is I actually have physical copies of Persona 3, 4, and 5, and all of them are still wrapped in the plastic. <laughs> what? Why? I, I just haven't played them, so I haven't t- taken them out of the plastic wrap yet. But yeah, they're all still in their factory sealed wrapping. Huh. You could probably sell those for more and then buy it again cheaper. Probably. But I'd rather just play them. <laughs> you haven't been. <laughs> I haven't been I currently, but yeah, like, I still have those games in their cellophane wrap, and I just haven't played them. I want to, but I just haven't. I yet. just mean, like, I feel like you could just sell that and then, like buy it on Steam cheaper. I don't want it though. <laughs> huh? Um, is Sam not able to join? Yeah. So Sam is telling me that she's not able to join. It's not showing anybody's trying to uh, join the call here. Um. So we're gonna try and uh figure that out. Uh. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll keep talking about Watchmen uh, until that maybe comes until that maybe gets fixed. Um, e, hi. What did what did you think? It As somebody is, who did read the graphic novel, it is okay so far. Yeah. Um, I'm not like feeling the Watchmen yet. Like it's not really feeling like a continuum of Watchmen for me. Like they had the big uh part where it started writing octopus or yes. squids, squids. Um, like that obviously was very Watchmen, but like, it's just not feeling it yet for me. And maybe that's because it's a bunch of characters I don't know. It's definitely that. Um, it gets way, way more into Watchmen stuff as it keeps going. Um, and the history of Watchmen, uh, is something that I actually really enjoy that it gets into. Um, a lot of characters you wouldn't think it would talk about. It talks quite a bit about. I like what it's going with like a bunch of people kind of misinterpreting what Rorschach stood for. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a very clever thing, especially because that's just something that happens in with a lot of media. Unfortunately, fight club is one I always point at. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah, that's not, not feeling too much yet. I'll see <laughs> in the next couple episodes. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like it's all just building up right now. Yeah. Like, I think a big thing is like I read all of Watchmen in one night. Oh whereas, yeah, yeah, you did, didn't you? So like I had the pacing I wanted for it. Whereas this, I'm kind of at the show's pace, and it'd be like if I decided to over the course of an hour only read one chapter of the Watchmen, <laughs> basically. So I'll I'll stick with it for a bit. I'm just like not like feeling anything particular about it yet okay okay um hey i got in i think got in yes yeah. uh, how do we sound Sweet. by the way you sound fine okay uh just because we uh did some stuff to the setup so it sounds a little better on the live stuff hopefully theoretically oh. <laughs> yeah theoretically sounds pretty I'll, good. I'll listen to it later and hopefully it'll hopefully well, it sounds probably... like i think it sounds hopefully <laughs> Sound good? Cool. What did you think about the first episode of Watchmen, Sam? <laughs> I have not watched it. And I thought it was shitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Sam. The Lodge. Um, I honestly... I forgot that we watched that, actually. I was like asking Liz earlier, like, man, like we, we watched a thing. Like, I, I, There's something I'm missing, right? I couldn't think of it, and she couldn't think of it. I was like, all right, I must not have done that. I forgot about The Lodge. 
Um, you probably just put it out of your head because it was so fucking depressing. God, is it fucking depressing. Um, it's it's on the same level of the missed depressing ending, honestly. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fucked up. Uh, and for some it's... context, like, this was uh, last Sunday. Uh, I think we started watching it at, uh, like, it was like 1130 at night. Yeah. We started watching it. Um... We're like, we want to watch a horror movie. I'm taking Sam home the next day. She was here last week. Uh, and like, we're gonna, we're gonna watch a horror movie. Which one seems good? Uh, we were gonna watch this one, and then it turns you to buy it. You couldn't rent it, which was super lame. It's like, all right, let's uh, how about this lodge one? It was the best contender for things that neither of us had seen before. So we put it on. <laughs> uh, and then for the next two hours, we were just sad because, <laughs> uh, yeah, and angry and like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what happens in this movie is that uh, you follow two kids for the most part. They're they're your uh, protagonist. Uh, if you don't want spoilers, like you should definitely go watch it. Actually, right. because I feel like if we talk about it too much, we're gonna give give stuff away. But we can just talk about like the general thing of it. Right. So here's here's what I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna spoil this thing. <laughs> Uh, okay. This will be this will be the last part of the night. So if anybody is listening live and they don't want the lodge spoiled, this includes you, Robbie, if you care. Um, you, and if it sounds interesting, go still watch it, even uh, if it's spoiled. Yeah, you can you can bow out now uh, if you're listening live. If you're listening to the archive uh, from here on out, the only thing we're going to talk about is um, this, and then I have a news story that pertains to video game culture. And that'll be it. We're going to try and do that before we hit the two-hour mark, because apparently Podbean kicks us off at that point. Um, so I'm going to talk about the general idea of this, and then I'll, I'll warn you uh, on like our normal shows when we're going to go into some spoilers. Um, so yeah, the general idea of this is two real sad kids. Spoilers. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so the first ten minutes of this movie, I'm not going to consider big spoilers. It's shocking, but not like what mm-hmm. the, the movie is um so the first 10 minutes is you're with this mom and her two kids and they seem like they're having a great time they're driving they go over to their parent uh to this other person's house and you figure out that it's their dad and the parents have been separated uh, not divorced yet but separated and the mom sees this girl uh in the house and she sees her leave out the garden door and mm-hmm. they start talking like the husband's offering her like coffee and stuff like that and then he brings up like, hey, uh, by the way, I think we should fin- finalize the divorce. Uh, I'm not happy. We can't keep doing this to the kids. Uh, I'm seeing this girl. I forget her name. They're uh, getting married. In yeah. The uh, yes. we're, uh, we're getting <laughs> married. Or I think they already did get married or something like that, actually. You need to do mm. that. I don't Without think so. Being divorced? Uh, I think it's illegal, but I think you can do it. <laughs> Probably depends on the state, too. No, they weren't married yet. They were getting married in September. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, so, yeah. And the wife is like, cool. Fuck yourself. I hope you're happy. And she walks away. And then you get a uh, shot of her in her house. And she's like tidying things up, making it super, super neat. Um, pours a glass of wine. Pours a nice glass of wine, takes a sip, really enjoys it. Um, <laughs> trigger warning here for suicide. Um <laughs> That's a spoiler warning. <laughs> which, uh, trigger warnings are so weird to me because you have to say what the trigger's for, which, like, in turn, I would say triggers somebody. It's a weird thing. I don't understand it. I prefer to say Fair content warning. warning. Content warning. There you go, Sam. Content warning, yes. self harm. 
Yeah, I like that way better, actually. Content warming self-harm. Too late now, it's live. Can't really go back and fix that. <laughs> um, she's drinking this wine. You see her like start going through her purse. Uh, she very quickly pulls out a gun, puts it in her mouth, and pulls the trigger within about 10 seconds of her grabbing the gun out. You barely get to realize what she did before it's already happened. Um, mm -hmm. And she's just dead. And then the next thing that we get to see is the kids are living with the dad and they're having Thanksgiving, which is just like a fucking pasta that they're eating for Thanksgiving because the dad sucks and he doesn't want to like do anything with the kids. He's not very he's not a very attentive father. He's sort of a dickhole, I would say. Um, he is. Um, and you'll definitely see that throughout the whole movie and the whole reason they even fucking yeah. any, of, any of that happened is, what, is because he's an idiot he's the uh, worst he's the least he's smart the worst <laughs> <laughs> he um he makes lots lots of bad decisions his entire life is like a huge bad decision yeah <laughs> so like here's the thing the kids are like not happy they blame him for the mom killing herself which you know the kids it's a fair thing to uh to think so he starts saying like hey i'm with this one girl and i i would like to go to the lodge with her because apparently that's their tradition they go to the lodge for christmas every year it's a wintry thing very nice very fun family-friendly thing and they're like no i don't want to go to the lodge especially with her go fuck yourself More because she's a crazy bitch yes um and then we learned they start investigating this woman because she's crazy they say it's how crazy she is and then the kids start investigating how crazy she is which we learn the father is like a well-known author and he wrote a book mm -hmm. about a child cult. Um, and in this child cult, the cult, there were obviously a bunch of children and one adult. And the woman that he is talking about that he's been with and that he had just married now, because I'm married in her September, it's uh, November now, he married her, was the only surviving member of this cult. <laughs> who we huh. learn um, the cult put her in charge of murdering everybody in their sleep with a pistol while they had... Uh, duct tape over their mouths with the word sin written on it and she was the only yeah. survivor and the father wrote this book or a paper on her and then apparently decided that's my type of crazy <laughs> and went all in and married the survivor of this cult uh, who is much much younger than him also by the way uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and so eventually the dad is able to be like hey um, kids, I know that you don't want to do this, but it's very important to me that you get to know this woman. So, uh, go fuck yourselves. We're gonna go up to this. He doesn't say that. Every time I say go fuck yourself, 99% of the time it's not said in there, but that's the general tone of things. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so the general tone of this movie is go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Even to the audience, yeah. I think a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, hey, it's really important to me. So we're going to go up to that lodge. And But here's the thing. I got to work. So I'm going to take you guys and this woman up to the lodge. And then I'm going to bail. Don't worry. I'll be back for Christmas. Love you guys. Peace. Can uh, I leave it, you guys alone with this lady? That you've never met. Who That was in a child cult. And, she and is heavily medicated children. and very. Well, she probably killed the children in the child. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it ever says it implies that shit. That's what she did. It was her yeah. job to do it. It heavily implies it. Um, she also has like severe P PTSD, PTSD. Yes, because it was also a, a religious cult, as cults tend to be. And mm -hmm. so like very, very Catholic based and stuff like that. Super fucked up. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, he pieces out and um, 
every single interaction that this girl tries to have. Oh, she has a dog, by the way. Uh, it's important, <laughs> actually. Um, yeah. And every interaction that she tries to have with the kids, the kids just aren't interested, um, except for the little girl who is a little interested at one point. Like they start to like really get along and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Hmm? Two. Two. A little girl and a boy. One, I think the girl is like 10, the boy is like 13, 14, somewhere around there. Not that the little. boy is a stranger kid's kid, right? Stranger kid? Stranger no, kids. he is an stranger? it kid. Uh, it. That's right. Stranger, stranger things. things. Stranger kids. Stranger, stranger kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> stranger, stranger kids things. do stranger things. Was that kid in Stranger Things? I don't fucking know. No, he was just an it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was an it kid. Uh, he had the stutter. What's his face? Stuttering Stanley. Bill. Yeah, he was yeah. Bill. Wait, Bill, yeah, yeah, he was Bill, right? Yeah, Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the stuttering Stanley is from Sixth Sense. I got that mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has a stutter, though. Bill. Yeah. Um, it's that kid. <laughs> and so they don't like this girl at all, which is fair. Mm-hmm. I'm on their side for the most part, right? Like, you're on their side. Like, she's super weird. Uh, it's fucked up that they got stuck in the situation, even though they demanded not to be. Yeah. Um, I'm on their side. Cool kids. Understandable. They're there. They don't really want to talk to her. Um, she's they're not their real movies. mom. She's not their real mom. She's the stepmom. That whole thing. Mm-hmm. So clearly she watches the thing with them one night. As you do with kids. Literally the thing. Just, you see parts of the thing. It's really good. Uh, it lets you think about better movies that are somehow happening. And also that, that one shot of the sleepaway camp. Like the end. Right? Oh, yeah, like, on a TV, she apparently shows the kids sleepaway camp, which if anybody knows anything about sleepaway camp, don't show kids sleepaway camp. (laughs) (laughs) About a monster attacks you when you sleep? No, No. I don't know if I can say without, like, without being offensive, Um, I don't think you can talk about sleepaway camp. Okay. It's a great movie, but also it would not, um, well, like, in this day. (laughs) The creators would get canceled. Um, for mm-hmm. what that movie is, which is the point of that movie. Like, it's supposed to be this whole offensive thing, and they're supposed to be assholes, like the characters and stuff like that. But what the uh, the trick at the end ends up being is uh, a trick. I'll say. Uh, colloquial known on the internet. We can't spoil the movie that's been around for like 30 years, but we're going to spoil this one that came out last year. It's not that I don't want to spoil it, it's that E is here, and he will not like it at all. Oh. <laughs> he will not approve. Um, makes sense so yeah you just get the last frame of that movie on a TV so she showed that to some fucking kids apparently I wouldn't show it to most adults probably unless they knew what they were getting into have you seen Sleepaway Camp probably? I have not okay uh, but you know me I probably a podcast I won't be on yeah yeah no no <laughs> I, uh, yeah anyway um, yes yeah, so watches a bunch of horror movies with the kids and then big 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 spoilers from here on out Big spoilers. Giant spoilers. If you don't want anything spoiled from the lodge. Monster truck spoilers. Monster truck spoilers. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, (laughs) Yes. So. (laughs) They wake up after watching the thing. There's like this gas heater that they have. She wakes up uh, after I'm pretty sure they used her medication to drug her. Uh, yeah kids that's what her, i think but yeah because her medication goes missing and she passes the fuck out to where she doesn't <laughs> like notice any ruckus or anything so the kids definitely drugged her with this coffee She's, wakes uh, up all the coats are missing all of the decorations that she put up for christmas are missing all of the entertainment's missing jackets heaters 
all food, food except for like <laughs> some crackers and some beans, mm-hmm. all gone. Mm-hmm. Um, dog <laughs> missing. Dog missing. Uh, everything, everything that's comfort and good missing. Power is out because they're out in the place and they need a generator to start up the thing. Everything not good. Really cold outside. Also, giant storms can't walk to civilization because they're out in the middle of nowhere. And this is when the movie starts to get even more fucked up. So since she doesn't have her medications uh, and she has horrible, horrible PTSD from the things that she had to do in the cult, she starts hallucinating a ton. So much. Though I think, though actually partially is she is actually hallucinating. Some of it she's not. Yes, that is true. Which, I don't know. (laughs) That's where another Um, part comes in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she she starts getting really fucked up. She gets pissed at the kids because she's like, "You motherfuckers are lying to me. Go fuck yourselves." Um, yeah. I know that you did something here. Tell me. And she like starts going through the rooms and like she gets really paranoid because like the father's gone and everyone's like all the powers out and so like the phones aren't charged or anything like that. But she keeps hearing like the little kid talking on the phone and stuff like that. So she like rushes in, tries to get the phone from the kid. And she's like, "The phone's dead. Look, phone's dead. Not talking to my dad. Not talking to my dad. Phone dead." She's like, "Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm just I'm freaking out." And so she starts to believe, like, everything going on is just her paranoid mind. Like, she mm-hmm. she's lost her medication, so she can't concentrate. Like, she's she's hallucinating. She's having all these horrible things. And also, the mother of the kids was, like, very religious. So she had, like, crosses and stuff up all over in the lodge. Like, crosses and, like, Virgin Mary picture or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is Which great. the Virgin Mary's Virgin... Virgin Mary picture is hilarious because she just looks like she has resting bitch face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's resting, uh, resting bitch Virgin Mary. She's yeah. like, I cannot believe that you would fucking eat beans on this goddamn table right now. I cannot. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing with that jacket? Um, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> you see it, you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to pull up a picture after this or something. Um, but yeah. So she is freaking out. Uh, starts to wander outside. She's like, "Hey, give me that fucking blanket. I'm gonna go to civilization." And she starts walking across this. What you think? What you uh, presume in the beginning of the movie is a field, but it's actually a frozen over lake. She falls in at one point. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so she starts walking across that with a blanket and whatever jacket and clothes and stuff that she has. She hallucinates some stuff. Uh, comes back like accidentally. She finds her way back to the place because she just went in a circle because it's a blizzard mm-hmm. outside. And She's freezing. She ends up finding her dog outside. Dead. Dead dog. Dog was murdered. Uh, or let outside and just died. Or just frozen. I think yeah, it just froze to death. Dog just froze to death. And yeah. she's just holding on to the dog. And at this point, she is broken. Um, that actually happens like, a little later on. But yeah, think. that happens way later on. I'm, I'm skipping a lot of stuff because we do have that two-hour uh, thing, and I don't want to get cut off uh. in the middle of the thing. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of like buildup and like a lot of things missing and a lot of hallucination and a lot of like her trying to talk to the kids and the kids telling her to go fuck herself. And, uh, and she, all kids... throughout the whole thing, you don't know like is it actually the kids fucking with her or is she actually just like going crazy? Yeah. Like it's oh. <laughs> also uh, a thing I didn't mention, but I should have mentioned because it's also another big thing. There's just a gun in the house. A uh, revolver for protection. Oh yeah, the father thought it was like a great idea to give her. Um, access to a gun, even though she PTSD victim, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who had that, to shoot that, hundreds yeah. of people in the face while they slept. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. This is really good. Right? He has really <laughs> poor judgment. <laughs> <laughs> like 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, yeah. And so she's like wandering around and stuff like that. She starts like uh, sleepwalking and stuff like that a little bit and kind of going crazy. And then later on, she finds the dead dog outside. And that's her big breaking point is finding the dog dead. Um, yeah. The kids left some paper around the house uh, showing that they have deceased. And they start trying to convince the girl that she is that they're in purgatory that everybody's dead that they that they all died when um they had the gas heater out yeah because they had a gas heater and she's like oh should it smell like that and they're like yeah, yeah it always smells like that it's fine yeah uh and so they try and convince her that they died in the middle of the night with the gas heater because of gas leaks and stuff like that um and they're like the little the boy is like hey look we're in purgatory i will prove it to you and so he hangs himself um and he's like still like sitting there hanging talking to her he's like see we're dead i'm dead everybody's dead here robbie's falling asleep um (laughs) (laughs) Um, weird line yeah yeah i don't know why i was in the movie (laughs) um and so she this is that is her big breaking point dog dead uh she has been shown that she is in purgatory and she fucking flips out gets the revolver she's just standing around all the time doesn't talk to them at all always sits outside in the freezing fucking cold and this is when the movie takes a really big turn like i was with the kids this whole movie like fuck that girl she's fucking weird (laughs) fuck the dad he's an asshole with the kids the whole time definitely wouldn't want to be in the situation if i were them cuts to the kids in the basement they stashed all the coats stashed all the food they planned before they even came here to fuck with this girl they printed out the fake newspaper stuff. They set up a system to where he could hang from uh, a rope and stuff so it looked like he was hanging so they mm-hmm. could drive her crazy. The accident came um, whenever the dog died. They didn't mean to kill the dog. They just left the door open one night and the dog snuck out. And so the little girl feels super guilty. They go and admit that they were fucking with her the whole time. Doesn't matter. Too late. She's already mentally broken. It's fucked her up yeah. too much already. She's um, gone. <laughs> so, yeah, she's gone. She is convinced they are in purgatory and cannot die. Mm-hmm. So she starts, the kids are hiding in the attic at this point for a very long time. She is like doing things. She starts praying again, uh, sacrificing her body parts, torturing herself in order to appease God to get out of purgatory. Uh, she's like going outside, making a bunch of symbols outside on her bare knees uh, in the icy snow in the blizzard. She gets these logs straight out of the fire and leans on them on her knees to God's pain and torture herself uh, to appease God. So that she can get out of purgatory. And then she starts. She goes upstairs and she's like. Up, she has the gun. She's like talking to the kids. And the kids are like no we're, we're lying. We were lying to you the whole time. Like I'm sorry. Um, also it, t- it turns out by the way. Uh, the kids had their phones charged enough to where they had been co- contacting their dad. Telling him how great everything was. And how great of a time they've been having. Um, and then. But the, the, the trick here is their phones actually did die. Finally. And so whenever they actually needed his help. The phones were dead and they couldn't call the dad. Uh, dad figures it out day of he's like hey i haven't heard from you guys in like six hours something weird's going on or no i haven't heard from you guys since yesterday okay I'll something weird what do you mean six <laughs> yeah, hours what? yeah uh i got to mix it up uh haven't heard from you guys since yesterday something weird is going on here it's gonna take me about six hours to get to you guys stand still like he leaves a message on a phone nobody hears it because their phones are dead and so the the lady is like upstairs with the revolver and she's like about to kill them and then it, the dad gets there like just on time the kids are all right like she's like escorting the kids down and the dad's like, hey, it's it's fine. Everything's fine. Put the gun down. Uh, nobody's going to get hurt. Everything's fine here. And she's like, no, don't you get it? We're in purgatory. 
nothing can happen to any of us. We're already dead. So she cocks the gun. It's a revolver. Puts it to her head. Pulls. Nothing happens. She's like, see? We're dead. I can't kill myself if I wanted. And so she cocks it, points it at the dad. Like, nothing's going to happen. Don't worry. And he's like trying to get her to put the gun down, trying to get her to put down. Pulls the trigger. Shoots the dad right through the eye. He's dead. Uh, Kids freak out because fucking she just killed our dad. Uh, They (laughs) run to him and like try and get him up and then they're like oh no no fuck we gotta get out here they get the keys from the dad's coat go outside and you hear the car start and like you hear like they're going over snow and while they're doing all of that the girl goes up to the dad like the the wife the new wife goes up to the dad and she like looks at him you think like she's gonna have this breaking point like oh fuck i actually killed him like fuck what's wrong um no doesn't matter she doesn't she's she's broken at this point um, so she's like, everything's going to be okay. I'll, I'm, it's, everything's fine. Don't worry. So we follow her going outside and the kids are kids and they don't know how to drive. And so they wrecked the car into the snow because the snow is super deep. Um, you see her staying in front of the car and the kids screaming fades out, fades back in. The kids are at the table with what looks like bowls full of blood in front of them. Yeah, probably blood. It looks like blood. <laughs> uh, the dad is at the head of the table with half of his face missing and a hole through it. Um, she's praying. She's telling them how everything is going to be all right. They start singing a hymn. Uh, the kids start singing along. Um, the revolver is on the table. And then you see her get these little slips of tape out that say sin. And she puts it over their mouths. And then you get a still shot of the gun on the table. And, and that's the last her- shot. Yeah, you see, like, a little shadow go to reach for it, and then it cuts to credits. Yep. So she just fucking kills everybody at the end. And, like, there's no, like, there's no jokes in this movie. Like, from the first second, it never lets up that dark, horrible tension at all. Yeah. And it ends with that dark, horrible tension still lingering. Like, it doesn't, like, end with, like, a sting of, like, like, it's fucking silent credits. Movie is so it's... fucking depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I felt so like I don't know, just gross. weird and gross after it ended. Like it, it... ended, and I was like, <laughs> we need to like watch something funny on YouTube before we go. This is fucked up. It sounds similar to like whenever me and Rocky watch our Salo, and afterwards we could just kind of like, look at each other and like. I don't think we should talk for a couple of That's days. That's different because you were just two dudes sitting there watching like fecal porn, basically. So that's a, that's a different feeling. It's making you even more uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. He's having a great time here. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, watch The Lodge. If you're Go watch it. If you're we into probably like, just spoiled it. Yeah, it's fine. It, it, it's, it's sad. It the last it, 10 minutes of the mist is this entire movie like it never yeah. lets up that feeling you know like from the trailer the trailer doesn't really um uh show what it the movie is actually like because i thought it was gonna be like an actual ghost story which just sort of teases out maybe at the beginning but like it's not a ghost story at all it's just like real life horrible horror <laughs> yeah it's just straight Sadness. up real nasty horror yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's dark and depressing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do actually recommend it. Uh, I tried to explain this to a coworker at work, and he's like, why the fuck did you watch that? 
which I think that is exactly what E is thinking right now also. Yeah. Yep. We thought it was just going to be a dumb ghost story, honestly. Yeah, we did. Uh, not that. It's definitely so, not. <laughs> um, yeah, so like I promised, I have a little bit of video game news. Yay! <laughs> so that's a little bit better. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's um, probably about as happy as um, my story last week. So. Yeah, I think about... <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so... Video game news. Bah, 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 bah. Um, it's kind of sucky, actually, on the oh, video. Is it? You pre- yep, you know. Um, WB, after many, many years of trying to secure a patent, um, have finally secured the Nemesis system from the uh, Lord of the Rings Shadow of War. And oh, Shadow so of Mortal no games. one else can actually use the Nemesis system then? Yeah, so, like people in the games industry have been wondering like on the journalism side for a while like why aren't like other games stealing this like this like that game is super super generic except for that one thing in it the nemesis yeah. system like why aren't people stealing this and it turns out that they had immediately started filing a patent for that system and so nobody wanted to make that system cuz just yeah. in case that their patent passed through they wouldn't own the rights to their game anymore um so nobody was using that and now their patent passed they own the Nemesis system. Nobody can use that. Uh, so it sucks because WB also isn't using it. Yeah, they're not going to fucking use that. Yeah, like they used it on the two Lord of the Rings games. You know what it would work really well with? Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Watch Dogs. Fucking literally any of the Far Cry even. It would work great with Far Cry. All the Ubisoft games. Like, yeah. But you know what? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. The last patent was when Namco patented having uh, playable loading screens. Yep. And we're still recovering from that. We still don't get, well, we barely have loading screens, luckily, but we yeah. still don't get playable loading screens because people were so scared for the longest time. Yeah, like Phoenix Rising has a playable loading screen, but it loads so fast, it's like two seconds, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter. Also, those games I mentioned weren't... Yeah, yeah, they were Ubisoft, not WB. But you know what WB game would be great with Nemesis System? Batman. Yeah. Be great with the Nemesis System. Be perfect, actually, because it would fit Batman and crime and, like, supervillains and stuff really well. Or, you know, they could make another fucking Shadow of Mortar. <laughs> yeah, they could just do that again, except not microtransaction it yeah. the hell up. Well, they fixed that already. They did. Yeah, that's true. They did fix that. It's just uh... super shitty. And, like, I just... Because re- I was talking to you about that, like thinking about like if you could just copyright that shit yeah and, like, patent that shit and, and I, I, I remember up. telling you like you can't patent like an idea yeah and you're like yeah yeah you're right but fucking four years later it's like no that's theirs now yeah. <laughs> but I just i don't know how that fucking passed it's such a it didn't for a long time i know i don't know what changed i have no idea honestly i have no idea and i'm worried it's gonna set a stupid precedent where every company is gonna try to patent every shit I think it will, because I think this at this makes precedent now. So if you just come up with an idea that nobody's used before, nobody can ever use it if you just patent it now. It's super shitty. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, but we all know that great things happen whenever they patent things like that. Kind of like how EA is the only one allowed to make uh, Star Wars games, and we everyone knows that they only make good Star Wars games. <laughs> he said sarcastically. You know what? That Jedi one that came out a couple years ago was really good. Yeah. But all the battlefields that we got beforehand, and then like there's, I haven't heard anything about the squadron, so I couldn't say whether it was good or bad. I hear that the gameplay itself is really fun if you have like a flight stick and stuff. How many people use a flight stick these days? 
I heard the gameplay is really, really fun if you have like a flight stick and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, uh, fuck me though about that. Like, I the weirdest part is how is it gonna work with how video games are such a multi-country thing though? Like, that's the thing. How's it gonna work if Nintendo also developed something that? I mean, obviously, Nintendo always does whatever the fuck they want to do. But like, right? What if they happen to have a Nensis system in Luigi's Mansion Four? I don't fucking know. <laughs> that would be great. Well, not only, like not only that, like you could probably use a Nemesis system for other games too. Like weirdly enough, um, if they actually because you work with like different crime syndicates in something like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, that would work well with the Nemesis system if they made a Cyberpunk twenty seventy eight. Or oh, I don't think they're getting that opportunity. That's that's I said. <laughs> um, like it would work well with that or GTA. Like if uh, yeah. there's different because they kind of had that system in San Andreas, but not really. Like there's just like different crime rings. Yeah, in there. yeah. Like yeah. it would work with different crime rings and something like that. Or like uh, if they ever tried making another Mercenaries game, like the Nemesis system yeah. would be great with that. That'd be great. Um, like it's, there's just so much shit with it. Like how far is it? How far does it apply? Yeah, that's yeah. a scary part. But, like, is it just like the exact thing they do, or like, is it everything that would encompass that idea? That's the problem. Yeah. And that's actually one of those things that you got with uh, Apple on the iPhone, actually. Yeah. Uh, multi-touch phones didn't have multi-touch for the longest time because our uh, literally anything that used more than one finger was just not allowed on any other phone except for an iPhone. Yep. Um, that's you know what like really bugs me about this too, is that those Shadow of War games, Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor. Without the Nemesis system, everything in those games was taken from other games. Like, the world adventuring stuff and how you, like, see the world was taken directly out of Assassin's Creed. The combat was taken directly out of Batman. Like, without other... Like, the only thing that was original in that game was the Nemesis system. Yeah. And so, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> right. And it's just gonna be another thing where there's just gonna be a bunch of patent trolls. Yeah. 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 Because they're just hoping that... Some big company wants the patent for it eventually. Yeah, yeah. Because like that—that's like companies like Nintendo still get that. Where there'll be people who patent like a motion-based, yeah, stick, and it's like that's such a fucking generic thing. How did you even get a fucking patent? First of all, yeah. yeah. Second of all, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck yourself. <laughs> I, I I talk about it a lot, but like the U.S. copyright and patent system is so fucking broken, and it's just never been attempted to get fixed since yeah. its inception I think part of the reason why too is because people who've made million dollars off of the patent like suing people for saying like oh you're infringing on my patent and like well this it's a vague idea but like between that or like the DMCA takedowns that you see a lot in a, a lot of all these different other things too like uh, a lot of that are people who've made tons of money by exploiting that system that yeah. and they want to keep that system going because they're making money off of it yep Yep, that's exactly it. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, I had one other story, but it's a super downer, so we're not going to bring that one up. It's Marilyn Manson. If you know what's going on there, you know. What's yeah, going I on. know what's going on with that one. That is a super downer story. The only thing I'm going to say is something that Liz said earlier today, and I'm just going to echo that, is how are we all like sucking fucking not what the fuck happened here? Well, how are we all so fucking surprised that the guy who's made his entire career about being an offensive, abusive asshole? Is an offensive, abusive asshole. Yeah. Like, how are we suddenly all up in arms about it? That's all I gotta say. That's fair. I don't know much about Marilyn Manson. I know that he had a movie that was supposed to called out, come out called Groupie, and he was told this would ruin his career if it came out. So that's all I really know. 
Cool, cool. Uh, Sam is saying in chat, it's been known for a few years now of who, uh, what kind of person he is. It's like, yeah, but like, he's a giant asshole. Like, he literally named himself off of Manson. Like, he, I don't know why anybody's surprised. Like, this is, this is barely even like a cancel thing. It's just, you would be surprised how many people don't look into anything with people like that. I think also because we grew up in the nineties and like he was known for causing controversies and stirring shock culture and stuff like that in the nineties too. Yeah. Like that's his thing. He's a giant. He's not a good person is all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say on that. Um, anyway, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Uh, E. Yeah. If people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We have a Facebook, we have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, the last ones in or the last ones in podcast. We have an email, which may or may not be changing. We'll see. We'll uh, figure it out. Right now, it is currently the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, Robbie, I don't think I've ever asked you to take us out on the live show. Not on the live show. Take us out, Robbie. So. If you're going out and about, do what you can to stay safe. Stay six feet apart. Remember to wear a mask. Wash your hands. But if not, make sure that you stay home, stay alone, stay alive. And whether this is the very first time you've come in to listen to us or you've been with us since the very beginning, thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Sean. Always great to have you on the show. Have a great one, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye. Later. Thank you.